All right, welcome to the ninth episode of Downtime Podcast, where two coworkers talk about video games. My name's Elisa. And I'm Jeremy. This is going to be a slightly different episode. This is the first time we're not recording this at work. Yeah. And, reco- and we're recording this actually on Discord for the very first time. Yep, yep. Yeah, this is actually the first time I've even used Discord at all. <laughs> but you like it so far? I do like it so far. Like you said, it's like a Slack for video gaming, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, spon- I think I do. I think I. I think I do slightly like this more than Twitch. <laughs> so at least like in like the five minutes that I've been messing around with this. Oh no, it's great. It's really great. And uh, yeah. If anyone from Discord is listening, uh, please sponsor us. No. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. By the way, really random. So I was listening to a different podcast. Yeah. Um, like when I was commuting to work and did you know that uh, podcasts are sponsored by Denny's now? What? Yeah, Denny's friggin has ads on podcasts. What? That's so cool. I didn't know Denny's did that. Like cuz you think like with podcast ads it's a lot of things that haven't been discovered yet or a lot of like startups. Mhm. But no, Denny's has an ad now. Damn, Denny's on point. Yeah, so that was pretty funny when I heard that for the first time. Yeah, that's really cool. So before we start off, uh, we just wanted to say, yes, we know we haven't had any new content for a really long time, Mm. and we're both very, very sorry about that. Yeah, it's just, uh, for us, May was a pretty ridiculous month in just like our work lives and our regular lives. Uh, um, Specifically for work, this is... Um, Q2 is probably one of the busiest quarters we have because we're trying to make a bunch of deadlines by June and just things got completely caught up. We had to reschedule so many times like we couldn't record at work because either either one of us had to like go home early or one of us had to work late or there was a meeting that ran over that type of thing until finally we re- finally for the first time we're actually recording at home. Yep. Yep. And it's fine. I mean, I like the setup. I think it's really nice. I do, and it sounds a lot nicer as well, <laughs> recording at home. Yeah. Um, also, can I address something real quick, Elisa, about some questions that we might have had? Maybe we can answer them at the end of the podcast. Yes, go for it. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, you guys submitted some questions, and uh, Elisa and I can answer them at the very end of the podcast. That's it. Yeah, this <laughs> is actually... <laughs> this is the... F- which, by the way, this is the first... Um, in this whole like three four week span that we haven't put out anything this was the first time we've received emails from a few of you about questions as well as a bunch of comments saying when are you two coming back and we really we really appreciate it like this wasn't something that we were ignoring of course it's just we got caught up in our lives Mm. and we're definitely back now and june's gonna be a lot better yeah, well, we're still here. We're still kicking it. Yes. Don't worry. Yes. Yeah, don't worry. We're still here. We're not going and anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Until you leave in July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk about that later. We can talk about that. We can talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Jeremy's um, leaving in July. Living out for my Japan. Yakuza fantasy. Anyways, uh, so on our agenda today. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, in, so since so many weeks have passed. God, there's a lot that we need to talk about. So first, what I wanted to say is before we go is one, the two of us, since you last heard, we have actually finished Yakuza 0. I am currently editing the podcast, the spoiler cast for that entire game where Jeremy and I dedicate 30 minutes to just talking specifically about the storyline. That's and fun. Yes, and I'm still editing that. And... That is probably, like, the last time you will hear about Yakuza 0 or the Yakuza series until the next one comes out. Yep, and that will be in August. At the end of August, I believe, is when Yakuza Kiwami, again, a a remake of Yakuza 1, is going to come out. Yes, yes. Going to our agenda. First, Jeremy, games coming out or that have come out since we've last talked. Oh man! See, since I've been so busy, I haven't been I know. too much, so I can't say anything about the sector right now. I and mean, if okay. you want to elaborate, I'm sorry, I-, I can't help you, but I can comment on the games that have been announced. Oh, actually, I know one. 
Far Cry 5. That's one. Yeah. I know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I, <laughs> I'm messing up. I'm already messing up today. Yes. Uh, Far Cry 5. Uh, I played the crap out of Far Cry 4. I did not play Far Cry Primal. Um, but I really loved Far Cry 4. Overall, mm-hmm. I just love the Far Cry series. And when I heard that they announced Far Cry 5 that was set in uh, Montana, surprisingly, I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm really down to play is this. Is it really set in Montana? It is. I believe it's set in the present day or something close to it. I thought you'd be... Everyone was speculating that you'll be a cowboy. So I think it was like two years ago, three years ago, that Ubisoft sent out a survey to the mass public asking what kind of game they want to see next in the Far Cry franchise. Um, One of them was a cowboy-themed, like, western setting game. Another one was, like, a Jurassic Park-style game with dinosaurs on an island, and I really, really wanted that one. I would rather have had that one, I think, just because it seems more in line with the actual Far Cry series. Oh, no, totally. Not that that I don't mind them going to Montana, but, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, I I understand. I mean, it's... Far Cry has always been on an island or something like yeah. an island. Minus two. Two was set in Africa, so that's a little bit different. But three, like one, three, um, all the, the mini games that were for the Xbox and then um, Blood Dragon and everything else is uh, except for four and and, uh, and Primal. But it, it was mostly set on an island. And when you think of Far Cry, you think of an island setting almost. So I think yeah. this is a really good departure from the series. But I, I, I think I like the setting. We'll see. I, I don't know how it's going to play out, but the characters definitely look interesting. Hope County, Montana. I just Googled it. Yep. Yep. That's it. Interesting. Yeah. I know that game's coming out. I've played, I think I've only played the first two Far Cries before. Oh, really? Yeah. But I am interested in playing this in the future. I don't have much to comment on, though, just because. Mm-hmm. I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, this looks cool. And I was like, oh, no, yeah. entry in the Far Cry series. Like, why not? I think since we've last talked... Actually, a bunch of games got delayed. <laughs> uh, First one coming to mind, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That game, that game got delayed now to, to uh, I think, March 2018. Or spring 2018, Pe- I mean. People were upset about that. And I understand. I was I was upset about that. I, I was very... No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I think the reason I'm upset about that is because a lot of games that I was excited to play have been delayed. And I'm sure they delayed it for a good reason. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I would hope. I, oh, no, totally. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't too upset about it. Well, because I I believe that I want them to make a quality game instead of yeah. you know, rushing a release. Looking at you, Ubisoft, uh, yeah. I don't want them to rush anything, and I want them to make a really good game. And so I think they, like you said, did this for a good reason. I mean, I, I feel like developers are learning from the past like we've had our fair share of broken games especially in the assassin's yes. creed series those games are notorious for being broken at least they were in the past yeah. and then ubisoft really looked to their developers and try, and they tried to fix it and make sure that games didn't go unbroken because like everyone's trying to follow that pc model where when you release a game it's okay if it's broken because they can still fix it later so the faster that they release it the more money they can make and i don't think that's a really good mindset to have especially if you're a longtime fan of a certain series and you play a game and it's broken immediately i don't think that's a good mindset to have if the game is based off of a storyline or a first person campaign i think that mindset is probably better if it's constantly multiplayer but if it something where you're in where you're immersing yourself into the story i would rather not have that have bugs yeah no i i agree i agree i have no doubt though that with this delay red dead redemption 2 is gonna be pretty awesome oh yeah no i'm really looking forward to it i did not play the first one and i'm disappointed i didn't i suppose it's not too late to play the first one now you have until you have until spring next year (laughs) to play the first one um, but I hope it comes out remastered or something on the PS4. That'll be fun. Oh, I see. I mean, yeah, I think they I, would. I wouldn't be surprised. That game was really popular when it came out in 2010. I think it's like it still has a following. Kind of like how Grand Theft Auto V came out, I think, in 2013. Right. And that, and that game is still, like, still pl- played and talked about. Yeah, they always come out with new updates for it. Um, I know. There's always, like, like DLC for multiplayer, and I'm they always focus on the multiplayer part of the game because um, that's where the most of the money comes from. Comes from. So you know, like these little kids buy the shark cards for like two hundred bucks. 
And now they have like $8 million worth of in-game cash, and then they just spend yeah. it within the game. The South Park game uh-huh. is also delayed now to fall. Right, right. In terms of games that have come out, so Tekken 7 came out last Friday. Yeah, how is that? Came out. Oh, well, let me tell you. I don't have it yet. <laughs> oh, are you going to get it? Are you going to get it? So I originally um, I originally pre-ordered it, and I I pre-ordered like a night, like the collector's edition of it because this is um, presumably the last, if not the last Tekken game, this is the last Tekken game that's focusing on these characters that you are seeing. Oh, yeah. And, I remember you mentioned this to me before. Yeah. And, and, and wraps up that entire Mishima storyline. Mm-hmm. Now... God, I the reason I actually canceled the pre-order is so that I wouldn't be tempted because I'm super behind on a lot of games. Oh, and, yeah. And um, I'm currently finishing, trying to put a dent in a game, and I just knew that if Tekken, if I had Tekken, that I wouldn't be able to finish that game for a really long time. I'm finishing Persona 5, then I'm going to buy Tekken, hoping to finish that by the end of June. Good luck. So that I can play Tekken in july but i have but the thing is i have played tekken 7 in the arcade and it it's cool um have i ever told you the story about that no okay so at david so at david busters i'm watching a um watching like some 10 year old kid play tekken 7 and the way that it's set up, because now arcades are a lot fancier, is instead of sharing one screen, you actually had your own separate screen. Oh. So there were two monitors for Tekken. That's kind of cool, and, actually. Yeah, and so a kid was playing on one of them, and the other one was completely blank. So what I thought was, oh, one of them is empty. I can just play that on my own and not start a fight with this kid <laughs> and start, start a battle with this kid. And so I enter the coin, uh, you know, you swipe the card and it turns out that when you do, you actually start a versus battle with the person next to you, even though it's two different monitors. My God. Yeah. And so it's a freaking 10 year old kid and he just, and I actually interrupt his current battle, by the way. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. And I did it like this was all unintentional. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I like, I look at him and I tell him, yeah, I'm sorry. That was, that was a complete accident. Um, I just wanted to play my own game. And then I beat him. Oh, shit. You opened up a can <laughs> of whoop-ass on him, huh? I God did. God damn, Elisa. I, I really did. Unmerciful I kind of, justice. Uh, like, I felt bad for him, but I really did kick his ass, though. <laughs> like, he, like, he kind of, like, when I started, he, there was no way he could win. And he just gives me this look like, why did you do that? And, and. <laughs> And in, you know, in my eyes, all I could tell him was, that was an accident. Like, I swear that was an accident. I didn't want to beat you. Yeah, you just want to play it by yourself. I didn't want to beat you, but I beat you. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of one of those things. But I did, I really did just want to play by myself. I totally did not want to play with other people. Makes sense. And yes, I felt really bad. So I kicked that kid off. And then I actually just proceeded to beat the game, (laughs) to beat the arcade mode. Like, I went all the way, and I beat the final boss. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, and so that's the first time I ever played Tekken 7. Wow, what a first time, huh? Beating up a little kid, and then taking the spot. I ruined it. You see, I ruined a 10-year-old kid's dream, and now this person is... Now this kid is never going to play Tekken 7 ever again. Or he's on a death hunt for you. (laughs) Oh, God, I know. (laughs) So I can never go to that Dave and Buster's ever again. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be there and waiting for. Like, I've been waiting years for you, Elisa. <laughs> I know. Fifteen years from now. Oh my god! It's goodness. you. Yeah, it's oh. you. <laughs> and uh, and then me, I'm just like, who? Like, who are? Like, I'm sorry, who are you? And he goes, right. I'm that one kid. Oh shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then at that point, it'll be like Tekken. Tekken 20 Infinite Reloaded, so... <laughs> oh, my... Alpha Edition or something. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> like, God okay. damn. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... So, that's, that's basically what's gonna happen. I do intend on playing Tekken 7, but I have a... Like, I have a lot of self-control in... <laughs> oh. In halting this game, which is weird, because I usually don't. Mm-hmm. And I... I think another... Um, 
another um, reason is because, ah, uh, I don't want to charge $60 on me right now. I can wait. <laughs> no, for real. I understand. Yeah. It is um, just at a basic level. It's very pretty. It's uh, your typical fighter. Um, I, I, you know, I only played arcade mode, so I can't really tell you much else about it. But I'm doing a quick Google search. This game can be played in 4K, and it got a 9 out of 10. Wow. Wow. It, yeah, this is a this is actually probably the highest rated Tekken I've seen in since Tekken 4, I think. Mm. Yeah, cuz Tekken 4 cuz Tekken 3 was probably the like highest rated one that I've known and then Tekken 4 took a dip. Tekken 5 was better than 4 but still not as good as 3 and then looks like 7 like brought it back, so and that's all I have about games coming out. Uh, I have something. Um, Sonic Mania. Go for it. Sonic Mania. Yeah. Do you know about that one, Elisa? I don't know about that one. I didn't even know there was a new Mania coming out. Or Sonic so, coming out. There's a, Yeah. Yeah. There's a game called Sonic Mania. It's coming out on August 15th. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's developed... not. It's not developed by Sega, actually. It's developed by another third-party studio called... Uh, give me a second... It's called Head Cannon and Pagoda West. Those are the two game That's, developers. I've never heard. I've never heard of those before. Yeah, I've never heard of them either. But they're making the Sonic game. It's in the style of the Sega Genesis era. So I think oh, it's really cool. Okay, yeah, got it. yeah. And I think it's really cool. It's um, it's there's a lot of playing hype surrounding in, it. Playing into that nostalgic feel. I'm they assuming. They are. They had um, they had a bunch of advertisements for the game, and they were all and like they all had like this 80s look to it and like the 4-3 okay. ratio cropped camera and then they wow. had uh, they had like a Sega Genesis and it was really cool and I think it was really clever and um, hopefully this game does well it's it's promising to be one of the best Sonic games in a long time since the past Sonic 3 games have sucked according to a lot of fans <laughs> and uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this game but I haven't really played Sonic games in a long time since Sonic Generations which came out in like 2012 I think yeah. Um Yeah, uh another it release. It looks it it's nostalgic. It's nostalgic as fuck. Yeah, Holy you see crap. the poster, right? Look, look at Yeah, the I see. It. It's <laughs> and like, I know. Oh my god, this looks like a Sega Genesis game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, I like what they did with the artwork and just the graphics overall. It really looks like a Sega Genesis game. I grew up playing Sonic. I think I mentioned this in a podcast Yeah, before. you uh, And um on the Genesis and so this really reminds you of those games on the Genesis. So, it's good to see that uh, Sonic's going back to its roots. And then the other one, the last one is Star Wars Battlefront 2, which comes out on November 17th. Yes. So we did talk about that on the previous podcast, but now that time's passed and there's more things that have been released. I, def- I definitely want to talk more about it. Maybe like after, maybe after E3, we'll see what happens. Yep. If they do any more um, trailers or um, press releases for it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And speaking of E3. Yes. Maybe we can move on to the next segment. Yes. So, E3 is happening in two weeks. And as expected, there's going to be some new press... There's going to be some press conferences with, like, new shit coming out. Mm, Maybe we'll see an update on Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, my God. Okay, so I... Well, did I read it on IGN or Polygon? Either way, I think they said that they're... They're, they might not focus on that at this E3 and that they are delaying it to mm-hmm. next year. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to focus... I don't know if that's going to be like a focus for um, Square Enix. Yeah, I think they're busy At this working. conference. Maybe yeah. maybe they'll talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 then? I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you're already like, you're complaining. <laughs> I am complaining. <laughs> I'm complaining because I'm like, oh god, this is gonna come out in like 2020. I don't even, yeah. like, I don't even know anymore. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a demo, like a playable demo at E3. Maybe that would be pretty amazing if they can pull that off. Right. They're gonna put out a lot of God of War stuff at E3. Ah, uh, yes. The new one that's the new one that's coming out. New God of War. Yes, and then Xenoblade is are like two that I know for sure. Mm-hmm. This is um, kind of been rumored, but I think they're going to do a lot of Elder Scrolls updates too, 
and I think they're going to announce a lot of them at E3. Oh, but I don't, cool. I don't know what that would entail. Yeah, I, I haven't really been following the news on E3, but yeah. hopefully something good will come out of E3 that I will find interesting. If you think about it, E3 is the conference where you find about things that are coming out three years later. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> so like, like oh, coming man. out. <laughs> I mean, it's we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I uh, there. I hopefully there'll be some surprises, like some really good surprises. Uh, maybe Fallout Five and Elder Scrolls Six mm. or something. We'll see. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sure. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Looking forward. There's to always it. there's each press conference. There's always like three things that are secret per like company. Mm, totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's see what Nintendo brings out too. Maybe they'll bring out some more Super Mario Odyssey for the. Oh, okay. Switch. Yeah. And then, next on our agenda, is games that we're playing. Yes. And I don't know if you want to, we can switch off. I have, I have two games to talk about. Okay, uh, I can go first. Um, go for it. The first game I'm playing is actually an older game. I bought it from GameStop recently. It's actually Just Cause 3. Really? Uh-huh, for the PS4. Oh, wow. Came out in 2015. Um... I played the second one. I love the second one. It was great. That was a really good game. Um, I'm like not even halfway through the game yet since I'm still on the first two islands. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I don't really <laughs> like the game so far. <laughs> it's it's uh, the frame rate is really low. Like there are yeah. times when it, when it the frame rate is just horrible. I was driving in a car one time and going at max speed, and suddenly the game like started glitching and then it stopped oh, no. and then it broke and then uh the game crashed on me it only happened oh. once so far oh shoot yeah just from driving in a car i was like oh my god this game is horrible and wow. yeah there are times when that, there's there's times that there's times when there's too much action on and the game will just stutter like the frame rate will drop oh that I, really sucks it dropped to like 20 frames per second or even less i was like this game is horrible yeah it, was, yeah. it sucks so much and i had high hopes like for I- this game I feel like if something glitched that much and it wasn't fixed, I'd probably stop playing it. I bought it. I'm trying to finish it. I mean, mm-hmm. it was 20 bucks. It's It came out two years ago. I think at this point they should have addressed the fixes, but here's yeah. the reason why the game was like this so far. It's uh-huh. because uh, the developers hi- bought out this like mint, like this small studio in New York, and this studio isn't used to developing games on the scale since this game is much bigger than the second one that came out in 2011. So yeah. they had like six years to prepare for this game. Um, not six years, sorry. They came out in 15, 2015. They had four years to prepare for mm-hmm. this game. And um, yeah, it's just so far, the story isn't really engaging. The characters are easily forgettable. Uh, the action is probably the best part. Um, it. I will say the pros about this game are that it, visually it looks amazing. The explosions, yeah, when things blow up, look amazing. Oh yeah, definitely. I've seen a lot of videos on it. Yeah, and and the physics are are really cool too. Like you can hook things up together using using like this grappling hook, and you can mm-hmm. tether two things together and then like make them spin around or like just creative ways to destroy things. I think is I think what this game's selling point is. Got it. Yeah. Um, overall, there are more cons than there are pros about this game, um, and I don't really like it that much. And I'm sorry if there are some listeners who do like the game, but. For me personally, I don't think I will be talking about this as much as I did Yakuza in the past. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. You can go with your... All right. The yeah. next game... Uh, so the one of the two games that I'm playing right now is Starbound. Ah. And God, I am so freaking addicted to Starbound. And um, for people who played Terraria before, this is the next game. Or I guess like it's like a Terraria, except you can go to more worlds mm-hmm. than than normal. And also, what I really like about it is that Chucklefish um, made the tools a lot easier for building. Oh, what so console are it, you playing on? I'm out. Oh, I just got this on um, Steam, so PC. Nice. Yes, it is great. I love that game, and it's just it feels. There, there's so many infinite possibilities. That's what I love about building and creating games. Just that I could do whatever the hell I want. And there's just so much variety in this game. Oh, really? Like, like for example, um, I haven't gotten this far. 
but you can go so you can visit um so you obviously start off in like a earthy planet like with forest and lush that type of thing mm-hmm. and then you can go and then eventually um so this not really like storyline or there is a storyline mm-hmm. um you you are um a person you are like your creature you can choose whatever race you are mm-hmm. and your ship breaks <laughs> And you oh, have to wow. fix, yeah, you're, you, you, um, have to fix your ship and you're first given this area, this planet that's more Terraria-like. Huh. And then what you have to do is you have to go mining and find different things, uh, find different things for your ship. Eventually you're going to reach like a teleporter and then the teleporter, um, will lead you to a first mission where you find a mechanic who will ship who will um fix your ship if you find like this certain type of crystal. Uh-huh. And then after and then after you complete that, after you beat the monster and you give him the crystal, your ship can just go anywhere. So you can go in like the tundra. There's like ocean ocean planets where you're just underwater the entire time. There's lava planets, there's like planets where like the ground has like eyes and stuff and it's like a like like a eye troll race what the heck that yeah it's like so cool i know it is freaking awesome and oh. <laughs> and i am like slowly like colonizing everything in my save and <laughs> i'm like building like houses and all different types of things in each planet that i visit and mm-hmm. yeah i freaking love this game i think um just just how it is right now it's definitely a lot better than Terraria in certain ways, and uh, just that it's bigger and better and than its um, predecessor. On top of that, um, the guy is constantly doing updates, and there's a lot of mods that you can do to this game. So, oh, yeah, it's just awesome. pretty awesome. You should really, you should really check it out. We need to add each other on Steam first of all. We'll do that after oh. this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like we had a podcast about that, and then I I forgot or we like did. It just yeah, no it, it just completely dropped off. <laughs> Well, since we're on the computer already, we'll do that after we record this podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sounds great. Yep, yep. <laughs> yes. And yeah, I think it's only $15 too. Yeah, Fif- I need to it's buy like that. it's $15 and the amount of things you can do with $15 in this game is just out of this world, quite literally. Haha, I see what you did. <laughs> I'm so fucking hilarious. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually waiting for the Steam Summer Sale, so I'll pick it up and maybe we can play together. Dude, sounds great. Sounds yeah. good. It's 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 amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been waiting for the game to develop a little bit more before I bought it because I wanted... It, when I first heard of it, it was still in early access, and I, I'm really... Mm, if you yeah. early access games on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. So I hopefully now, I, from what you're telling me, it sounds like you're having a really fun experience. And I had a really good time playing Terraria, but I feel like I did everything and anything that there is to do in Terraria, and I feel like I want more. Or well, at the oh, time, yeah. I feel like I wanted more. So now that I know that there's a game that is better than Terraria in a lot of ways, then I think I'll purchase that during the next yeah. uh, summer Steam sale. Yes. Do it. Sounds good. Oh, actually, hold on. I just did a quick Google search. Um mm-hmm. So, actually, Starbound and Terraria are uh, different developers, but um, but one of the workers like did the same project. I'm like doing a quick search right now. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, let's see. But it looks it looks very similar, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it. Like they're they're very very similar in style. Okay, got it. So um. They're both published by two different companies, but it's the same developer, or the same like lead developer for both games. I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that's why I think the style is very similar. That type of thing. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. Okay. Well, I I think I really want to pick this up because you can play online, and I think yes. that's really cool. Yes, you can. Mm, I want this game. <laughs> yeah, I'll, during the Steam next Steam Summer Sale, I will pick this up, which it should be soon. It should be coming out sometime this month. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, yeah, that's all I have to talk about with Starbound. Sure. Yes, uh, I'd like to talk about Ukulele a little bit. Oh yeah, how how much farther are you now in that game? I haven't progressed any farther, and I will tell uh, you why. So all right, uh, 
one one like two weeks ago, a week ago, a buddy and my like a buddy and I were talking about ukulele. He came over to stay over at my place, and yeah. we were talking about ukulele. We 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 put it on the TV. I, we were both hyped to continue playing it because we were both really, really good, like really, really big um, Banjo-Kazooie fans. And uh, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, Banjo-Kazooie is a game that is near and dear to my heart, as yes. it is m- many others. Um, yes. I also mentioned that I was disappointed by the game and the quality of what the game was and just overall how it was trying to mimic exactly what they had with Banjo-Kazooie. And in some instances, lightning does not strike twice. And this is mm. one of the, those inter- instances. My friend and I were playing it. I let him have the controller, and he was silent for five minutes just running around playing the game. And I was just like, I was silent too. I wanted to know what he thought about it. Um, after five minutes, he broke his silence. He said, wow, this game is not good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this game doesn't really fill the void for those people who wanted uh. to play Banjo-Kazooie or have the similar experience. And yeah. we came to the conclusion that if you want to play Banjo-Kazooie or something like it, honestly, just go back and play Banjo-Kazooie. If you own an N64, find a copy of it on eBay and play it. Or if you already own it, just replay the game. If you own an Xbox One or a 360, play the game there. Honestly, right. yeah. I, I am a little disappointed by this game. I, I backed it on Kickstarter. That was the only project I've ever backed in my entire life. I mm. spent 24 US dollars, 15... 15 Dang. British pounds on it, yeah, and I'm disappointed. Fifteen British pounds down the drain. It is. I had to watch the tenor go down the drain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, other people love this game. The, the the reviews are really mixed. There are people that really like this game, but there are people that don't like this game. So, unfortunately yeah. or fortunately, I fall in line with the people that don't really like this game. And what can I say? It's just something that everyone has an opinion about. Yeah, um, and so more than likely, you're probably not going to finish it. I don't think I'm going to pick it up again for a while. I need someone to mm. sit down and make me play it, or I have to have someone witness me play it. <laughs> I can't play it by myself, because I, I feel sad when I play it by myself. I'm like, this this game is just not good. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have to say about ukulele for now. I mean, it is what it is. Sometimes games just don't live up to the hype. Yeah, just cause three ukulele, man. I've I yeah. picked some really bad games. <laughs> uh, oh, no, well. it's okay. It's okay. Oh yeah, totally. Um, may I talk about an experience of a game that I did play? Because I figured out what MMORPG I played before. Oh, in the in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, I figured yes, it out. Go for it. So a long time ago, in the year two thousand and eleven. I dated this girl that was really into online multiplayer games, and she got me into this one game called Grand Fantasia. And Elisa, I, I want you to look up this game. I want you to Google it right now and tell me what you think about it. God, because you, know you will not much... expect me to play this kind of game. <laughs> Interesting. You said this is a JRPG. It's not really a JRPG. It's it's more like a third person RPG that's styled after an anime. Okay, because or about just to anime say... style. I was about to say, you know how I feel about JRPGs. I, I do know them. how you feel, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is very interesting. <laughs> it's not a game that you I would play, huh. you know? <laughs> yeah. It's actually very not what I expected. <laughs> I expected, like, for, for some reason, when you said Grand Fantasia, I expected something like the Tales series, like that type oh, of... Oh, yeah. Uh, like that type of... Um, animation but yeah this is slightly <laughs> it's different it's definitely different yep. so tell me jeremy in this <laughs> in this mmorpg um I, let's see i'm on google images i see a spider i see a bunch okay. of people in yukatas i see uh-huh. someone i see people on a on a spaceship on a pirate ship uh-huh and I see like a lot of very cutesy, like it's very cute looking uh-huh. for sure. Yeah, yeah. like they definitely went down the cute route for this one. Yep. Not that there's not to say that there's anything wrong with that. This is definitely not the type of game you play though, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, it, it's not the type of game I expected myself to play. Yeah. I, so let me let me go into the story a little bit more. Uh, she All introduced right. me to the game. I built my character. She was like level forty, like level thirty something at the time, and she mm-hmm. like she was the type of person that when she got into an MMORPG, she was into it. Like she used real money to purchase in-game items, that kind of into it. And so, Damn. yeah, I'm this not is a free-to-play. No, for real though, <laughs> this is a free-to-play game. 
And so we would we would use uh, Mumble to speak to each other. This is before Discord. So we used Mumble, yeah. which is a similar like chat service that was free. And she made the Mumble server, which she paid for, by the way, which I was like, oh, my God. Oh, um, God. Oh, yeah. And so she, like she helped so me. so unnecessary. For real, know. though. And she helped me level up. She helped me level up by buying me expensive equipment that I couldn't wear at the time. So it was, I was just holding it in my inventory. We went around. We grinded for hours, just, like, killing mobs. Um, chatting with other people, making friends, building like large groups of uh, just friends on the in the community, and um, by the end of it, we were both level fifty, which is pretty high in the game. I think it's like uh, it's one of the like top tier levels. I was like a warlock, and she was like uh, a wizard or something. I forgot what she was. She was like a healer or something. I don't remember. But okay. um, yeah, and by the by the end of it, I was wearing like a schoolboy uniform. I had Asian like schoolboy looking Japanese hair, and I was Damn. riding around. I was riding around in a balloon as my mount, like like a hot air balloon. <laughs> it was the craziest <laughs> thing. And never in a million years did I think I would ever play this game. And when I go back and I think about it, and I'm not that I'm seeing all the images on Google Images, I'm like, holy crap! I can't believe I played this game because this game is not me at all. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's insane. Um, like yeah, go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, 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 yeah, like, not to say that you don't play MMORPGs, but the style, for sure, this is not your thing. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too cutesy, too cutesy. This almost feels like a visual novel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, right? and God, I hate visual novels. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're, I don't really consider them games, either. I don't even know. I don't consider are. them games, either. Um, uh. Uh, um, actually, that's arguable. I think I'm half and half with them. So about Grand Fantasia, I actually, I actually didn't create a glitch, but I was someone who found a glitch, exploited it, and because of me, they closed off certain something certain in the game. <gasps> wow! So this is, oh. so it's not that crazy. So I'm sure someone else did it before me, but I was the one that kept doing it, and maybe they Damn. caught it and they realized it. So. There's this boss that is very, like, very hard to like... beat in the game. Oh, sorry? Yes. No, no, no. Go first. Go uh, first. Go first. So there's a there's a dungeon in the game in one of the towns. I, if I can remember it off the top of my head, I could I could say it again. I could remember it, but I don't remember a lot of the details about the game since it was so long ago. Um, there's a dungeon, and there was like this giant demon creature in the in at the end of the dungeon. And if you defeated him, you win the dungeon. But before that, there were like these little like T Rex kind of dinosaur things, and they did a lot of damage. And you could not kill them because they were just extreme. There was a lot of them, first of all, and you needed at least five people to complete the dungeon. So my my girlfriend at the time and I tried to do it, um, and we we failed like four or five times, and we realized like oh, these these little creatures at the beginning keep killing us, and every time we try to get to the end boss, he always kills us too. So I came up with an idea which was to make them kill each other. So what I did was I lured the final boss of the dungeon into the T-Rexes, and the T-Rexes killed the final boss, and then we won the dungeon. And we did this around five or six times, maybe more, until we got caught, and they closed off that part of the dungeon where the T-Rexes are. Well, they didn't really close it off. They just made it so the T-Rexes don't follow you. Yeah. And because of that, I think I'm the, one of the reasons why the dungeon was closed wow. off for that section. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And at the time, I was really proud of myself because I figured out that I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I could just make them fight each other. And I thought that was really cool. But Dang. yeah, that's probably my fondest memory of that game. I feel like, I feel like that's the dream to um, <laughs> be one of those people, be the reason why... A bunch of developers have to change their game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and make things harder for people. Damn. Right? Yeah. Well, I would love to do that one day for sure. Totally. I think I... Yeah, but it's just like for me, I don't play the type of online... When I play online, it's kind of more like battles or, or like um, fighting battles versus like thing like like an MMORPG. So I don't know if I'll ever get to that level, but that's awesome. Oh, I'm thanks. done. Wow. I'm telling you that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, I haven't really told anyone the story because it wasn't really relevant until now, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, That's honestly, I, I, right? I agree with you about like MMORPGs, though. It, it takes a lot of time and energy out of you. Um, there's a lot of things you have to do before you get to the good stuff, and I don't really feel like waiting that long. I feel like I want to play another game and already have some stuff. For like, yeah. example, like fighting games and first-person shooters. Some of them you don't have to progress, and you already have the stuff that you need. 
And for fighting games, you don't really need to unlock anything. You already have the characters. You just have to get good at them. With shooters, yeah. you can unlock different guns, or you could just keep the guns that you have and get good with those guns. Get good. Okay. Get good. Yeah. Um, Dang. But yeah, that was my experience playing an MMORPG. Um, I don't really wow. recommend this one in particular. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think my account is still active. I don't know. I don't really, really like, want to go back to it. It's like getting like emails. It's Jeremy, it's like, Jeremy, it's been two years since you... <laughs> no, like, no, get away from me. It's, it's been f- like 10 years since you logged into your RuneScape account, which I still have my RuneScape account, by the way. <laughs> okay, I am almost pos- Okay, I'm almost positive that the original email account I used, I deleted for RuneScape, but... Goddamn! For real it, though. Like, yeah, my character, like my character, was great for RuneScape, but dang, I really do think I don't have that account anymore. Oh yeah, no, that's okay. I'm sure they still keep all the accounts because they have like unlimited server space or something. Probably. Dang. By the way, um, this game is made by Area Games, and uh-huh. I'm I think Area Games is actually in San Jose somewhere or like Santa Clara, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Very cool. I did not know that. Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of game developers are based in the Bay Area. I think that's. Oh cool. yeah, oh yeah. Silicon Valley, <laughs> home of <Jesus>. video games. <laughs> no, um, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are that's all I have to say about games that I've been I've played before and games I'm currently playing. Cool. So I have one more game that I want to talk about, and that game is. Persona 5. Yay! So, from one long-ass... One long-ass game to the next. God, it took, like... It took maybe 15 hours, or maybe 11 to 15 hours, for me to actually get into the game. And I think that... um, So, for one, I don't know. It was a little bit harder for me to grasp a lot of the different things. There's, like, I feel like there's a lot of... Um, elements of the battle system and there's there's a lot more places for your character to visit and the storyline is a little bit like okay the persona series the the, in the persona series the storyline is always convoluted but this one seemed a lot more convoluted than normal (laughs) and uh, like it was a lot more difficult for me to understand so it like it actually took like the first dungeon like the um sorry not dungeon they call it a palace in this mm-hmm. game, it took a while for me to really get into it. And once I got to the second palace, and once I got my second, um, once I got the next character to add to my party, like that's uh-huh. when I was like, oh shit, this game's awesome. And this game's really cool. Cause then everything finally clicked, and I finally knew what, like, how to approach um, all these different levels. Mm-hmm. And figured out a system for me and now it's like wow this game is like this this game's amazing like i'm really i'm having a really good time playing it but i think the big thing for people who've never played this game before Mm -hmm. is whether you can is if you can weather the first like 10 hours of it where it's like tutorial mode and Uh. and you really and but it's like a like a lot more complicated than what mm. another Persona game would be. Makes sense. I, yeah, I think for sure, this for this Persona game, I would suggest playing another Persona game before you actually play 5. Just mm. to get a hang of it and know what the game's like. And like, Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, and then one more thing I wanted to add is um, the visuals for this game are like really cool. It's vi- it's extremely artistic. Probably one of the most artistic games that I've played. But it takes a like the visuals actually take a while to get used to, and it's a little bit hard to read for I say the for uh, you know when you're getting acquainted with the game. Like now I have no problem reading everything, but it's everything's just so stylistically done that I'm like oh mm-hmm. sh- like. Like shit, this like came by really quickly. Or, I like is that a seven or is that, <laughs> is that like a five? Like I don't know what I'm reading right now. I feel like this is going back to what you were saying earlier about Persona and how like dif- different and difficult it is. I just feel like this is a better step in the right direction for the franchise and the series. You know. Yeah. Because everyone wants no one wants the same thing over and over again. It's very true. No one wants the same thing. I like. 
I mean, obviously, if Persona 5 was like Persona 4, I would I would play the same... Like, I would play it, I would still enjoy it, but mm-hmm. you have to um, change things up, shake things up, for me to be intrigued as time goes by and as I grow up, so... No, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, I definitely, like I said, though... Persona 5, I don't think I would suggest playing that game if you've never played a Persona game before. I would definitely play one of them first before you play this one. Like, any of them. Hmm, gotcha. Yeah. But, um, I do enjoy it. Um, it's a lot of fun. And not to say that you can't just go straight into 5. Like, I'm sure there's... I'm sure you can go straight into 5, but that's just my personal suggestion. No, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Also, um... On top of, like, convoluted plots. Like, damn, this is, like, as convoluted as it can get. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, um, it's, like, it's extremely difficult to... It's, like, one of those things, like, what the hell? Like, I don't understand this. But then once it clicks, you're like, oh, sh- I get it now. This makes This is, this all, is brilliant. <laughs> like, mind blown. <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> <laughs> um... What else do I have to say about this game? That it's awesome. Oh yeah, this game <laughs> is awesome. Um, there's people in it. Oh yeah, my favorite people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so many people. I think um. So one thing I find amusing about this game is, although it's different from before you can very well see where it took from its previous game. For example, there's, um, I think there's there's a lot of characters in every Persona game. You'll meet, like, I'm not kidding, you'll meet, like, 20 to 25 characters per game. Damn. <laughs> I know, wow. but um, it's easy to tell, like, they kept, like, a lot of character tropes. Like, okay. for, ex- for example, you have the main character... The main character is kind of shy, quiet, but he's, like, the leader and he's really smart. His best friend is, like, this really, like, super belligerent, like, talks out of turn type of guy. And uh-huh. you're going to have, like, the girl who always follows the rules. You have the one, you have the girl who's more of, like, the rebel. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you, like, I play Persona 5 and I know which character took from what from persona 4 oh wow <laughs> yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like oh yep that it's like oh ryuji is um yosuke from the previous game like you know like that type of <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. that type of thing or like makoto in persona 5 is like um this other character it's like yeah it's like they copy and paste it almost. Not really like image yeah. to image, but like they use the same type of character to to mold it into something different. Yeah. If it's not broke, you know, don't fix it, but they also like fix it in different ways too. Gotcha, gotcha. There's also all the, what you described me also sounds like every anime ever almost. That is very true. <laughs> there are some animes that live in things up, like I feel like Attack on Titan is definitely not the same. Like, season two is definitely not the same as season one. Yeah. And and what I meant to say was also that every anime ever, I mean, like, every school drama anime. Oh! Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I should have clarified, but yes, that's what I mean. School drama animes always have that. I think the beauty of Persona 4, when I first played it, was it was on a portable platform. It was on Vita. And it was so convenient um, because there's just so many little things even in between the battling at the different dungeon levels Uh that you can just do like, you know, like when you're watching TV or like you're on commute, that type of thing. Just the fact that Persona 5 is actually like on a console, really difficult to just keep up with it. And it's kind of like, it's one of the reasons why I'm not playing Tekken. It's just like... God, I have to like keep like keep going forward with this or else I'm going to forget about it. Yeah. And it's like not something where I can just pick it up like whenever I want. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, I mean, you want to get your money's worth out of it too, you know. The Switch and and 
um, The Legend of Zelda. Like That's probably what makes it easy for a lot of people to finish that game. Yes. But it's so difficult for um, PlayStation games. Yeah, Please. I mean, they don't really make a lot of Vita games anymore, do they? They don't. Oh. Yeah. Are they killing it off? Um, this isn't... This is, like, a weird thing. They haven't cut it off yet, but it's, like, I think it, they're just letting it die a slow death. <laughs> oh, no. I know, which is unfortunate. I really do yeah. hope they come... I really, really hope that they come out with a portable soon, because this is just not conducive to <laughs> finishing no. any sort of game, especially with a JRPG, because goddamn. I think, um, so, on IGN, um, the... Um, there's this guy on IGN who loves the Persona series and he and I always listen to his podcasts and read his mm-hmm. interviews whenever he talks about it. I think Persona shout out to that fu- guy, by the way. Shout out to that guy. His name is Andrew, by the way. <laughs> oh, shout out to so, Andrew. <laughs> shout out to Andrew from IGN. So whenever he t- so I think he's he locked like over a hundred hours on that game. Oh my god. And I'm just kinda like, well shit. <laughs> <laughs> I currently I'm only at 35 hours and I'm on 35 hours I'm I finished the third I just finished the third dungeon I'm on the fourth dungeon or like palace I think there's eight so oh my god if anyone wants to talk to me about persona 5 I actually have a lot of things to say about the plot uh there's a lot of interesting things going on. Maybe once I get to like the fifth dungeon, if anyone's interested, let me know. If yep. you want to talk to me about it. Yeah, yeah. Let, yes. us, let her know. Reach yes. out to us. Comment yes. on whatever platform you're on and we'll read it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe we could start answering some questions unless you have another game you want to talk about. I don't. I think I'm good, actually. Okay. Yes. All right, so to end the podcast, we're going to read out a few questions. Uh, we only have two, but um, it's like the first time. This is weird. It's like the first time we've ever received questions on our podcast. Yeah. And it's pretty exciting, no lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really, I'm smiling right now. Thank you. I know. <laughs> yeah, like I said, thank you so much, everyone, for, um, on top of, like I said, in the beginning of the podcast, on top of just receiving these two questions, we've actually had people ask us, hey, are you guys coming back with a podcast? <laughs> or, like, are you guys, like, doing anything else? Which is very much appreciated, like we said. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like, It's glad to know that we you guys care about us and that you're listening, and that really means a lot to us. It really does. And, you know, obviously, like, we we didn't do this on purpose. Like, it's not like we're ending our blogging or ending our podcasting we just got really busy in may and just had to do a lot of things and we promise that we'll probably have more content coming out for you guys to listen to yes (laughs) yes exactly so the first question comes from i oh i guess i shouldn't read their email okay but they do say their name okay so this first question comes from jennifer thank you jennifer hi jennifer hi jennifer I just started listening to this podcast, and I really enjoy you two. I just have a quick question. What do you two like to do in your spare time? Oh, that's really sweet. Ah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm grinning. Ah, Jennifer, if you're listening, that thank you so much for sending the question. That's really sweet. Um, Alisa, do you want to go first? Oh, man. Okay. So, um, I guess we can kind of go back and forth whenever you yeah. have something to add, but just off the top of my head... Um, What I like to do in my spare time is I like to, um, I like to run. I like to play volleyball. I also, um, I like watching TV and movies, but to an extent where I actually like observing kind of like the script and the storyline and kind of like judging and talking about it. Mm -hmm. And as well as I like writing um, short stories. Oh, I didn't know you liked writing short stories, actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's not something I, um, it's not something like I, I like to publish, but I do enjoy like writing really quick, uh, really quick things like some, like, for example, if it was like acted out, it would only take like 10, 20 minutes or even like five minutes, that type of thing. Awesome. Yeah. That's really yeah. Cool. That's actually really cool. Yes. Go for it. 
And you also like to play video games, right? Oh, yeah. And so in my spare time, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I like to do this thing called play video games. Oh, yeah, me too. Wow. Yeah. Um, for me, Jennifer, if you're listening, um, I like to uh, do photography. I, I am an avid photographer. I own two Canon cameras, and I like to go out and take photos of uh, landscapes, my friends, everyday life. Um, on top of that, I am really into film production. I like to make like little short films with my friends and just stupid, crazy things. Speaking of which, Elisa and I worked on a film recently. Technically, oh, it's an yeah. episode. <laughs> if you ever, and it also binds into something I also want to talk about, too. I, I like net, like watching shows on Netflix, um, Stranger Things, um, uh, and this other show on Netflix called Terrace House, which is a Japanese reality TV show. Kind of like Big Brother, but everyone's nice to each other. Uh, the first season is set in Tokyo, and then the second season, or series... Boys and Girls in the City! Yeah, shout out to Boys <laughs> and Girls in the City! Uh, that was set in Tokyo. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, the other series is called Aloha State, which is set in Hawaii. And so my friends and I were watching it one day and we realized that we should make a parody with our friends. And so I asked Lisa to come on board and help us with the second episode in the series. So if you're on YouTube, check out, uh, Terrace house, uh, golden state. That's Terrace house, golden state on YouTube. Elisa yes. and I helped produce it and make it. And yeah, it's a fun little parody on Terrace house on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, definitely check that out too. Yeah, it's, just, it's a really crazy show overall. Maybe we could talk about that later too. On oh my podcast. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, non non video game related, but still, it's a it's a great show. Um, and yeah, I like I also like to watch movies in my spare time. Um, I try to keep up to date with all the current movies that are out in the theaters, but it's just really hard to since I don't have a lot of free time um, outside of work. Oh yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Um, oh, um, something to add. Um, I like watching sports. We're from the Bay Area, so my favorite team is the Warriors. And yeah, I like yeah, 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 yeah. Which, by the way, we just won 2-0. Yep, yep. One game, two today of the finals, NBA finals. So Yes. Two so, more games. If we win two more games, we win the entire thing. But uh, Oh, so we'll I see. know. But yeah. yes, I've been, a, I've been a Warriors fan since I've been I really young. And I enjoy Same. watching. Yes, I just enjoy watching sports in general. Cool. And that's, that's another thing I like to do. For me, I like watching just basketball and baseball. I like to support the SF Giants, the local San Francisco team, as well as the Golden State Warriors, local Bay Area team. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about my extracurricular activities outside of this podcast. <laughs> yes, same here. Do we have Pretty. any more questions? All right, so this question is actually someone um, commented on one of the um, one of the SoundCloud podcasts. So. Mm-hmm. This is from Eric, and Eric is asking, "What is your favorite video game?" Like, that's oh, it. Man. Like, that's, that's a hard <laughs> question. That's just the that's just the comment. Thanks, uh, Eric. By the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Eric. Uh, hopefully, we can answer your question accordingly. I mean, that's a really broad question. It is a very uh, broad question. Oh God. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very that's a very loaded question, Eric. How dare you put us on the spot? No, I'm joking, Eric. Please, no. It's, um, I, you know, I gotta say. I don't really have a favorite video game there because there's a lot of things I like about different video games. No video game is perfect, but yeah. I will say a game. Are you, wait, that, how many ahead, are sorry. you? How many are are you gonna name? Are you gonna I'm name? I'm gonna one? name one. I'm okay, name I'll one. try to name one too then. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna name a game or I can name a series that resonates with me the most. I oh, think. Man. Oh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, say something if you want to say. No, something, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I I'm know. on the spot right now, Eric. Why would you do this? I don't know. <laughs> No, let me give you. I need like thirty <laughs> seconds to think about it. Sure. Um, okay. I mean, I, I'll say this. I'll say I, I resonate a lot with, with Super Smash Brothers, and yes. I'll say this. I'll say Super Smash Brothers, like all the Super Smash Brothers games, and I'll say this because I have the fondest memories playing with my cousins, especially with my brother, and we we always bought Nintendo consoles just to buy Smash Brothers and just to play it together. We always in the past we've always bought. Nintendo consoles and two controllers. So we only we bought the GameCube just to play Melee. We bought the Wii just to play Brawl, and I bought a 3DS just to play the new Smash Brothers. And I was waiting for that for a while. I didn't think it was going to come out when I first bought the 3DS, but I still was expecting it to come out on the 3DS yeah. at some point. So yeah, I mean Smash Brothers, Nintendo, 
those two things resonate with me a lot, especially as a child playing playing Mario Kart, playing just Nintendo games overall is what something is is what I uh, think about the most when I think about uh, something that is not really a favorite of mine, but something that I think about a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Thought about a lot as a kid. That's very nice. Yeah. I really, I, I really like that. Um, so I guess I want to, I kind of want to go down that route too. Man, there are a lot of games and it's like weird. For me, the reason it's difficult is because there's a lot of like within the, of the different genres I play, I can give you a, a favorite game from each genre, but I wouldn't necessarily say that my favorite game of each one is better than the other because it's just so hard to judge the two. Okay, I, I'll go that same route. So the game that resonates with me the most is um Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. And I played Final Fantasy X in high school. Like it like I remember all, everything so vividly. It was high school. It was my spring break. I finished the game in 3 days, which yes, oh, it means which means I barely slept and I didn't eat and <laughs> I like brought my, I brought food up to my actually my sister's room at the time. So, uh, cuz she had um she had a TV in her room, Aww. and so I just put the console there, and I just played it straight. Like, I really, I really like that game a lot. It's, um, so that's probably the first game I played where the story really got to me. And I mm-hmm. really appreciated all of the characters and what they had to bring, as well as, um, I like, um, you know, at that time, I really liked the turn-based battle system. And just the fact that kind of had to, like, obviously with active battle, sometimes you just keep hacking away. Yeah. And this time with a turn base, you had to think a little bit more of a strategy and really observe the uh, tendencies of the person, of, of the enemy that you're fighting. Mm-hmm. And I just really think it was a ve- it was a very beautiful game and with a very, with a lot of meaning. And I really love the soundtrack. That's probably my favorite soundtrack of any video game. Final Fantasy oh, X wow. as well. Yeah. Nice. And just everything packaged together really affected me in a positive way um, when I was grow when I was growing up and when I was in high school. And that's actually the game that really um, that's the game that really got me into video games more than I was ever before. And I've always I'd, I'd always been into video games before but i don't i i think that was the first time i ever played a serious game yeah i think 10 isn't really a game that kids can comprehend yeah exactly (laughs) yeah like when you were growing up you're at that point in your life where you understood complicated stories yeah you played a game that had a complicated story and that resonated with you so much that you remembered it for the rest of your life yes that's exactly what it is and i Mm. really appreciate that game like i there's a lot of quotes from that game that I still think about to this day when I'm um, when I'm just thinking of life lessons. So aww, aww. yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So that is what I will say my favorite game is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Okay. Hopefully that answers your question, Eric. I mean, we tried our best. <laughs> yes. And, and thank you for sending a question. Yes, thank you for sending in question, and um. That is that's all the questions we have. Um, ah. Yeah. So I guess this is this is seriously the first time we ever had questions. So if you have a question, you can just post it on the SoundCloud, like in the comments of the different podcasts, and we'll and I get a notification when that happens, and then I'll just read out the answer. Or you can email directly. The email is on my blog. It's triangle.c.blog at gmail.com. Yep, yep. And hopefully if you guys send in any questions, we'll read it by the end of our next podcast. Yes, exactly. All right. And I guess that is it um, in terms of video game related things. A few updates. Um, so what, like we said in the beginning of the podcast, is the first time we ever tried Discord together. So yep. um, we're going to, um, in in the upcoming week, like work to really get that going and um start advertising that a lot more oh and then also you can probably post questions there too on discord and we'll read it out yeah yeah and we're always happy to chat with you guys if you guys want to play video games with us just let us know yes we can we can like make a community around one game or several games just we're always open to different ideas definitely um 
that is all I have in terms of updates. Um, yeah, just stay here. tuned. June is going to be a better month. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And yes, and we will have new content coming up very soon. Yep, yep, sounds good. Yes. Anything you have to say? Uh, beginning of July, uh, we might not have a lot like a podcast for that week unless we record one before. I'll be traveling to Japan to live out my Yakuza fantasy. I'll be joining the ranks. I'll be joining and start the, a and start ranks. a cabaret club. Is that what it's? Yes. Is that what? Yep, yep. I will be joining the ranks of the Omi Alliance for eleven days, and cool. I'm going to see how they live and yes. how they act, and how they murder people in the street. Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm actually. I really am going to Japan for eleven days. Uh, I I want to see some spots from the Yakuza series that that I've been talking about for a while now. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be there. So if if nothing comes out that week, just know that I will be gone during that week. So yeah. So in advance. Yeah. So what we'll probably do is we'll probably record like two podcasts in advance or something to um, balance it out. Or while Jeremy's gone, I might um, podcast with someone else at work. So. Yeah. Sounds good. Yes, and I guess um, like well, I don't know what this will entail, but this is like since this is the first time we ever had a podcast not at work. There's a lot of possibilities now. I to be honest, I actually like this a lot more. I like this a lot more the, too. Yeah, we could do this whenever we want, and I actually prefer this at least. <laughs> oh yeah, same here. Also, what I like, I don't know, I feel more relaxed. If yeah. Like, I feel, I feel more relaxed doing this because I feel like when I'm at work, we're always worrying about a conf- like a conference room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. getting taken away mm-hmm. and being too loud. <laughs> so, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm no. in my pajamas, you know? I'm just relaxing. Dude, I know. <laughs> I'm, um, yeah, I'm in my jersey right now. And, no. <laughs> like, I, like, I have not really changed or done anything <laughs> since the game. That's so. fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yes. So... Um, yeah, so that's all I have for this podcast. I think we can end it now. All right, sure. and yep, we will end it. Thank you for listening to the ninth episode of Downtime Podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Yeah, and thank you guys. Yes, and um, good night, and we will see you next week. Yeah, good night, everyone. Good see you night. next time. <laughs>